it is New Year, but hello. Hello. And welcome to A Fresh Perspective on Business. Business. And with other stuff. Oh, yeah, loads of other stuff. With Laura and Emily Leyland. We are sisters. But it's not a massive coincidence. No, but people still are unsure of this. People are unsure of are which we one we are. we famous enough? <laughs> and apparently uh, we're twins. No. <laughs> Someone came in the office the other week and he went, I know, and I know him more than you do. Laura, that's it, it's not Emily. <laughs> and uh, he went, is that Laura? I'm like, yes, you've met me before on multiple occasions. Yeah, but you're a very, very small lady, lady now. very small lady now. I thought it was Emily. Oh. Because Emily's tiny lady too. <laughs> no, we are tiny ladies together, but Laura is still older. So this is, <laughs> we have a recruitment business called A Fresh Perspective. It's not, it's just Fresh Perspective Resources. You can say that if you want at the beginning. Uh, we are nearly five years old and the podcast is an extension of our beloved business where we talk about all sorts of different things, recruitment, business, Dating. random stuff. Dating. We compare a lot of stuff to dating, don't we? Why do you think this is? Because it should be. <laughs> Maybe we were unhappy in our relationship. But we have been in the past. We have, we have. And now we've learned that we will not take it any longer. And we will be happy. We and will. fruitful. We are, apparently. Mm. What number episode is this? 25. Do you want to know what that is in Spanish? I do, but I already know because I now can speak Spanish. Oh, it's 25. 25. <laughs> we are nearly at 28. <laughs> getting there, getting there. <laughs> Um, I really like the word thinko. Thinko, I do. Thinko Tom calls me baby thinko. Why? I don't know. Well, he also calls me chicken burger. <laughs> but baby thinko, baby thinko. He calls me dick face. <laughs> Maybe we should do a podcast. Just on the pet names we have for each other. It wouldn't be that long, would it? Well, no. No, it would. We could talk about the pet names we have for Lenny. Oh, Lord. Chinese man's a good one. I don't know Chicken, chicken China man. <laughs> He's very oriental, you know. Maybe that's where he's from. Maybe. Oh, he won't. No. I'm not going to talk about that awful dog festival. That's the no, first thing okay. that we're not, no, we're not doing down, that. Yeah, so this, the name of this podcast... Oh, no. Before we say, say what the name is, even though you already know because you are hopefully looking at your screen. Oh, you've looked at it. You <laughs> need to subscribe or follow. Please. Oh, we explain so. why. When I was listening to a podcast recently, that one you told me to do, the food medic, very the good. educational one. Yeah, yeah. Um, she says if you can subscribe and download, like, what's the benefit of downloading our podcast? Oh, we'll have to ask her. Okay, we'll write to her. Yeah. Okay. What's she called? Hazel Wallace. Well done. Do you know? See, I've just not got the memory like you have. It's a great podcast, by the way. The food medic. We've learned so much. Oh, from that. and I've only listened to season mm. one. Oh, I love it. I really like it. I've had to stop though because. My learnings just get a bit obsessive and then I can't think about it. Well, like, this, I can't yeah. fit it in my pee head. This morning when I went for a, a hike, I thought I can't, I'm not in, I'm too tired to learn. So chill. I just put my Jilly Cooper book on. Yeah, but that's what you need, that's escapism, isn't it? Whereas I think learning, it's escape from you every day, but it can also be quite intense, can't it? And you're a bit like, oh my God, I want to know more, but it's like, shine on. Your brain's like, stuff. no, my mm. cupboards are full at the yeah. moment. I can't Let's concentrate on hiking can't and Jilly. Can't anything new in. So the name of this podcast is three, two, one. And I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Very nice. That was nice. It was a totally different song. <laughs> you sing lower. And I tend to go higher. We do the opposite. 
Well, you know, we like to mix it up. Yeah, we do, but because I've got a lower, a deeper voice usually. But not a singing deep voice. No, it's more nasally and high-pitched. Ooh. <laughs> this is why my singing teacher That's didn't believe That's because you've had singing lessons. He said I had no range. That was his feedback. He's right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hold maybe two or three notes Well, they're strong. Aren't they? Well, I'm not doing what it What do you sing? Oh, my God. Mariah Carey, hero. <laughs> There's a hero, Nasal Norris. It was awful. I was like, why have you chosen this song for me? It's not good. It doesn't complement my dulcet tones. <laughs> so what the hell? It, look, this this podcast. What the hell? What the hell? Uh, is Laura's idea. <laughs> so, the and then, <laughs> then we discussed it two weeks ago to, for the concept for 25. And then we forgot what we meant by the title. Because last week we were supposed to record two. We were. We do one a week. We thought we should. We need a break. We need a rest. But last week we were tired and negative, so we only did one. <laughs> and then we forgot what it was. I got here, Emily's house, Kitchen Island. And we're like, what is it about? And she's like, I don't know what it's called. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. But we don't know what it was about, but we remembered. Yeah, we did. Because we, we actually do plan them, you know. <laughs> no, yes. Not that you would know. Whatever. Well, and they are on Word documents with tables and highlighter. Highlighted in yellow. But then when we don't add more stuff in, it's tough. But so what, are you going to tell them what it's about? Yeah, I will do. Please do. It's my idea. <laughs> Please do. Um, it was about... So we are recruiting again. We had hired someone and it didn't work out. So we are perfect. We do get things wrong. Uh, we use ourselves for guinea pigs so we get better for our customers. So we do it we for them, really. Pigs, didn't we? What were they? What were they called? Badger and Badger. Yeah. Oh, I love the noise guinea pigs make. Oh, me too. But they don't like being on their own. No, I mean, not, pugs don't really. <laughs> guinea pugs. No, 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 related. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I spotted someone before with a frog. A frog? What's that? A French bulldog and a pug. Yeah. Which I think that's what they are anyway, isn't it? I imagine it just being small French bulldog, wouldn't it? It's not as good as a frog, though, is it? No. <laughs> What do you want to be called? A small French bulldog or a frog? A frog. Frog. (laughs) I am a frog. (laughs) Anyway, so we still haven't found what what we're looking looking for. So we're looking again. And then it got me thinking, like, how do we find what we're looking for in any kind of partnership, Mm. whether it be a customer? Me and Emily learn the hard way, as I imagine a lot of people do when they're setting out in business, that not all customers and not all business is the right type. We, You don't enjoy working with everybody. So sometimes you should, should just say, no, no. And we do, we can, no. <laughs> and we compare um, recruitment and business to dating a lot of the time, as we said before. And so, you, you know, you have to look for your partner in dating, um, whether you're looking for people to join your business, whether you're looking for clients or business partners, etc., or dating. So uh, that's what this is all about. Mm. It's true though, but we should look at it like that. Any... When we approach any new venture, whether it is a, a romantic relationship, a friendship, or a business, a more professional, in inverted commas, relationship, we should we should be looking out for certain things, but we often rush in, don't we? Mm. We often go into it, and then because it's something new and shiny, we're like, oh, it's great, it feels really good. And then a few months down the line, you think, shit, this isn't for me, and it's no longer working. And I think we've been there in friendships, in romantic relationships. Oh, with family yeah. sometimes, but it doesn't obviously come around in the same way because, you know, you, they're there from the beginning. But definitely in business. Yeah, well, recently, me and Emily have similar personality types. I'm an I, 
I'm a DI and Emily's an ID, so very similar. This but is the it, disc profile. Yeah. She just thinks she's so we're both kind of direct decision making. Can be quite dominant sometimes when we need to. Um, can be a bit blunt. Like we don't like detail. We like to make decisions quickly. And then the I side is you. You want to see us book a holiday? How fast are we? So fast. <laughs> we are like. Do you want to go here? Yeah. When do you want to go next week? Let's go. <laughs> what do you want? In the calendar. When do you want it? Now. Um, <laughs> And then the eyes, um, we're a bit loud and lively, sociable butterflies. And then the opposite side of those two profiles is your S, which is still a people-centric person, but a lot more reserved, calm, nurturing type of person. And then the C is the opposite to the D a little bit. So they're more detail-oriented, like to explain things in a longer way, like data, like logic, like analysing and analytics. And so... What's been interesting, me and Emily have made decisions. We probably rush into some decisions because we get well excited. And then we're just like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And then looking at the other side of it, where recently we've been dealing with some new customers and um, he was umming and ahhing about whether to go with another piece of recruitment with us or a different specialist agency. And it took him a long, long time to make the decision. And, you know, whether he's made the right one, I don't think he has because he didn't go with us. (laughs) So we still make the wrong decisions, but... We make them in very different ways. Mm. Some people take a long time to deliberate, still make the wrong decision. Other people like us rush into it and still make the wrong decision. Obviously, on the flip side of that, we'll still make some right ones. Yeah. More right ones than wrong ones, but it's interesting. Mm. No, it is. And I think when you said what personality profile do you think this person is based on his decision? Oh, you got it completely right. bang on. And it's nuts because I just knew that that's... When you speak to someone and you think at first, oh, maybe they are quite a people person. And then when they just, I don't know, it's it's mad out you at the beginning. And it is the same with personality profile. And we'll look at someone like, right, they're an ID or whatever. And then suddenly you this cracks start to show and you can see deeper into the psyche. And you're like, oh, no, this is the personality profile you are. And this is what makes you sick. So it is, it is really, really interesting. And I suppose how we sort of relate this back to us, uh, because obviously this is about us, it's our podcast and we're allowed to... to for it to be like that. But how do you find a good recruitment partner? So this came up recently because I was on the radio last week. And uh, someone said, like, what what would you say people need to look out for? Because a lot of people have been burnt by recruitment. We, most people have had at least one bad experience, whether that's as a customer of a recruitment agency, a candidate looking for a job, or you could have been employed by a recruitment agency and not been looked after. So we've got experience, bad experiences in all three of those areas, both Emily and I. Um, and he, on the radio, the presenter, I was asked, there's another recruiter on as well. And he said, what characteristics should people be looking for to make sure they're finding the right recruitment partner to help? And in this, in this case, it was with regards to employability to help them find a job because, you know, there's some sharks out there. And I think we said... I said to look at their um, Glassdoor page, which is a bit like TripAdvisor, but for businesses where employees can leave anonymous reviews and people who've been in the interview process can leave anonymous reviews. So it's like, look at what what the the reviews are there. Look at how they look at look after their own people. And that'll tell you a lot about what their core values well, are window, as a business it? and people. So it will give you an insight into yeah. how they might treat you as a person as well. Yeah. And then I think the other recruiter gave some really good qualities that you should look for and like looking at LinkedIn recommendations, 
Mm, I think things all, like that. all of these add weight to it, don't they? But I do... Do you know, when, when candidates are looking for jobs, though, I do feel like candidates have almost got a bit lazy. And I know that you might think, oh, my God, she's a terrible person for saying that. But we live in this world now where, where candidates tend to just sit and wait. They're just like sitting ducks, just seeing what opportunity is going to pass them by, which really they need to be seeking that opportunity out by looking at their Indeed pages, looking at Glassdoor, looking at reviews like that other person said, but really figuring out what this per- what this company's got on, on offer and whether it fits in with them. And what's difficult is that... Have you just texted me? Yeah, send you that link you told me to send before at the microphone. <laughs> do not forget! <laughs> what is she going to say? I see if I could distract you, and I did! I was like, why is Laura texting me while right in front of me? <laughs> this is well funny. Oh, God, where is it going with that? Where is it going? Yeah, about candidates looking. And, and I think what, what we're really good at is showing... <laughs> no, getting distracted. Is showing what we're like to people who, are, who don't work here. So it's like we live in a glass building where you can see how we are. And that's oh because God, obviously... Be it was, it definitely <laughs> was, especially because we turn out to work most days. <laughs> if you're horrendous. But, yeah, it is like that, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Where we, we really show ourselves on the outside and so that people then, whether you are a candidate or a client, it doesn't really matter. Oh, you're or under no someone, illusion no, of what, what it's like. What you'll be met with on the phone or yeah. if you meet us and how we'll treat you. And that's... And I wish that I wish that every other company was, was like this because it would help us to be like, we're going to work with them because they're like in line with us or we want to deal with those candidates because of that. And it's and unfortunately, it's not like that. But then you've got to go and do your research and stuff and figure out the things that you need to know in order to sign up with any kind of partner. And I don't know, it's, it's, it is tough, isn't it? I think the world out there is changing with regards to recruitment. I genuinely think it is. We actually found a competitor of ours recently, didn't we? Well... <laughs> <laughs> but we do it very differently we charge on a time-based model it's much more about bolting onto your business becoming your internal team and being your brand ambassador and shouting about you from the rooftops to every tom dick and julie and tom, just dick and harriet <laughs> thank you thank you that fits better but yeah and i've lost my chill thought again i'm very distracted why is that distracted put your lip down lip down <laughs> put your lip down bound now <laughs> I've got a lighter and lip back. Well, we are on. <laughs> I was going to say when you were rabbiting on just then. <laughs> that, um, when you're going looking, when you get a new job or you're considering your options, you research the company, you look on their social media, you look on their glass door, and you look at, you, you interview with them and you decide, do I want to go work there? But what you don't do, the company that's going to help you find your job, whose trust you are putting your career, your future life and aspirations in their hands. You just give that out freely to someone you've not met, you don't know, you've not researched. You put all of that trust and optimism into their hands and hope and just and just hope that they're gonna <laughs> full find, of hope. Full of hope. And it's like wow, it's it's a massive thing that we are continuously humbled by the fact that people put their trust in us to find them their next dream job. It's such an important move. They've got family to look after. They've got hopes, dreams, aspirations. And we they give us the opportunity to help them with that. Mm. And it, it is something that humbles us. And we, should, we are proud that people do that. But not everybody is. But people should be researching the people that they put this trust in. The recruiters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cause, I agree. And then they're like, oh, well, this recruitment was awful. And they were horrible to me and blah, 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 which is terrible. And I completely sympathise. I could talk to you all day about the issues we have with our own industry. But did you research them? Did you speak to them? Did you push for Zoom meetings? Did you go and see them? Did you look at the reviews? No. And what this does to me is... Come on, candidates. But candidates don't pay the recruiters. They don't pay for the service that they're receiving. Oh, my receiving. God. Do you remember I was trying to get five pound off them to come on a CV Exactly. Right. So my point here is that candidates moan about recruiters, which All is fine. The All the time. You know, recruiters aren't... I mean, everyone moans about recruiters. Yeah, fine. But ultimately, you should be doing your research before you're speaking to someone. Obviously, if a recruiter does ring you... Off, off the back kind of thing and you just then it'd be good to say right where are you calling from what's your name oh look at your LinkedIn I just want to see what your reviews are and stuff there's nothing wrong with doing that and then making a note saving them in your phone so you've got that information to hand the amount of but time. also this recruiter is being they're kind of they're not getting you're not I've lost until I thought again sorry that was me <laughs> I'm really struggling <laughs> well the amount of times that a candidate has said to me or one of the team on the phone well have you not read my CV so you you, candidate, who doesn't pay me for my time, expects me to help you for free, gives me grief for not doing my research mm. on you. But if I don't do a good job, it's my fault Absolutely. because you don't need to research me. I think these scales are very off to me. In a perfect world, this candidates would respect recruitment and they would do the research, they know who they're speaking with, they would take time to actually look into the recruitment company because they expect them to... It's like a candidate, you're like, I want this recruiter to find me a job, but yet you don't respect the recruiter at all. And it's like, but then, and if it goes wrong and you're like, oh, typical. It's like they're a bad ex-boyfriend or something that just keeps coming back. And it's like, you need to respect recruiters, but work with ones that you do respect, which will hopefully help you. And you'll you'll enjoy put yourself it. forward. And then guess what? The recruiter might actually prioritise you yeah. then. And you'll have a laugh. You'll, en- you'll both enjoy it. And it, you'll both recommend each other to other yeah. people. And, it, you know, it's harmonious. And harmonious. Amazing things will happen. But it's... Uh, it, this wasn't supposed to be as ranty as it's ended up. It, it has ended up ranty, but it's fine, it's fine. Because I do think the tough love is where we're at at the moment. If we did grinding gears, grinding my gears, it would about, it'd be about people who are take, take things personally and they're soft, wouldn't it? That would probably be our grinding gears recently. At the moment, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's where maybe why. <clears throat> because be that's, I think, we're being tougher. And so... Maybe that's why we're a bit like, come on, candidates. And everything we say, like even if it is a bit ranty, it's with your best interest at heart. We, we want to help, help people. Yeah. But and the more you toughen up and respect the industry, it will be better because the service that our girls give to candidates is insane and they get nothing from the candidate. Literally nothing. I know that the placement's still, but we don't charge. Uh, every we don't now and again, we might get some flowers or some chocolates. Yeah, which is amazing. Which is really nice, but I would say 1% yeah, of candidates say And their customer you. service is, is, is impeccable. It's insane. But then all the candidates who ghost, who never say thank you, who just <clears throat> are rude. I mean, one candidate who contacted you on LinkedIn, we've probably spoke about in a podcast, but it's ages ago, so we can say it again. But... He contacted Laura. Laura passed it over to the team. The team didn't respond for a week because they're mega busy and we didn't have a role for him and we don't recruit like an agency, so it doesn't work like that. And then he threatened to give us a bad review, which our reputation is everything to us. We're really trying hard to disrupt the industry for the better. And he threatened us with that. And that was a candidate who was looking for a job. And he still wanted us to help him after that. And why is that expectation? It turned out they had already spoke to Jane weeks before. (gasps) Excuse me, you're wasting our time now. Not yeah. only are you not paying for it, you're using it up more than anybody else and wasting it, throwing it out the window. It's and, and I think we are a bit angry this week because we've been stood up so many times on Zoom meetings. It's mm. actually ridiculous. Struggling with time wasters at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. 
So sorry if this is ranty, but you know, we are people too. Ranty and distracting. But we've had a laugh and hopefully we've made you laugh. Yeah, so basically do more <laughs> research. Figure out what <laughs> up, figure out what your values are. Research the company, look at the personal recommendations on LinkedIn, Google Rex, Trust Pilot. Uh, I don't know why Emily's thrusting a booze in my face. I thought one of the answers was <laughs> um, Look at Glassdoor. Right. And looking look on the social media, are there any videos? Just look into them Just all. look. Did they look... <laughs> Use your eyes. Did they look nice, kind, reputable? Do they look like they care about people? If they do, then it's fucking a ring of... <laughs> We've got uh, our producer of the radio show before. Mr. Tony G. It's, it's no longer anymore. We're really sorry. Kitchen Island will be coming soon. But yeah, Tony is on a, on the dating websites. Now, he was on Tinder at first and he weren't getting anywhere with it. But he's not a man whore. And <laughs> not that that's what you have to be on Tinder, Chris. I know you're always offending someone. But he's not one of those. He's looking for love, is our Tony, isn't he? Oh, he's, well, lo- he's, he's looking he's for love not, in all the right places. He's not looking for a quick bang. <laughs> oh, no, definitely not. No, so he's looking for love. So then he's like, Jim, you know I'm going to invest and go on match.com. He's going to kill us and point this on the podcast. So we should have so said his name. Producer Tony, <laughs> but he went on. He's gone on match. He's paying because he thought if he pays, then he'll be more invested because he just he's a bit like oh, and the, take the it or leave people it. be more invested. Yeah, as well. definitely. And then we had a look at his profile the other night, and then we were like, what, what bloody <laughs> shit show is this? You know, like a football hooligan. <laughs> Bad teeth because he wasn't showing them. Now, for me, if you've got five profile pictures and you're not showing your teeth on one of them, it means you've got bad teeth. Yeah. That's why you shoot. Never smile. Two awful things. Awful things. Yeah, but like, we need smiley people and we need people with He's decent teeth. He's a happy-go-lucky, warm, kind, caring, yeah. funny guy. And what was he not doing? None of his pictures were where he was laughing. No. And he makes himself laugh on a regular basis. Just himself. Yeah, <laughs> he does. And he's, he is he's such a joyful, lovely, warm, friendly bloke who is really attractive, got a really good rig now because he's been working hard. And then his pictures were all just like, just not representing him. And this is why it's it's suitable for this podcast because... He's not finding what he's looking for. He's not, and why? Because he's not putting the right message out there. He's putting out that he's got bad teeth, he doesn't smile, that he's only got one pulse. And his first word was father, full stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Father, full stop. (laughs) Which, if you're a mother or a father, yeah, you are those things. Very important job. Absolutely. But you can't be those things if you aren't you. You have to be you That's first, just something that you do. on your own. You yeah, are still a human a person called Susan or Kevin or whoever it is, and you just are happen to be, part of you is being a mother or a father, but you're still a person. You're still, you are, a, you're still a person, you are a whole not a person with needs. <laughs> so then, <laughs> then, so we meet Laura, I was driving, so Laura kindly updated his profile and he added some, she actually got some videos, selected a still from the video, cropped it down, uploaded it. Honestly, you want to see him now, I mean, he looks great, the teeth are out. And they're good teeth, you know, they're strong teeth, aren't they? Good teeth game. Strong, big teeth, yeah. And then, straight away, he had two... Two likes? Is it likes? What happens? They're not on match anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Not allowed. We are otherwise engaged. But he said they they weren't the most desirable of creatures. He didn't say that. Well, I'm not going to say what he said. (laughs) <laughs> but the point is all press is good press and it's moving in the right direction so be your authentic self if you're a stern person with bad teeth 
That's fine. That's fine. Just make sure you, you, you're putting that message out there because then someone else who likes that will get in touch. If you're not that, don't put that out there. Be authentic. I actually put a LinkedIn post it, about this today about whether we should mirror in client meetings and stuff or we should just be our true self oh yesterday it's quite in, mixed. in the meeting um we're talking about who we are and in the proposal i just flipped through this some of the slides because we'd already talked about it and he went whoa, whoa, whoa what was that there's a picture a random picture of the dogs <laughs> so i'm flipped back like, what's that i'm like we have clearly not been on our website because the dogs and are everywhere a they're a massive part of our our branding so i suggest you go and look at us because we are like marmite like, he should have done his research. Don't just take what I tell you is gospel. Um, I'm like, we are like Marmite. You will either absolutely adore us or you will probably, will probably really annoy you. Mm. And that and is fine. And that is fine. That is fine. Find you that out before you waste oh our time goodness. on a call. Like, so you need to go and look into us um, and, and, and see what you think. But, yeah, I don't... We used to always be told to mirror so you get the sale, but... In where we come from now, <laughs> still Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> no. we, still, we want the sale, but only if it's right. Yeah, so we wouldn't right necessarily mirror someone who was a wanker because we wanted the business because we don't want to work but with But we can people. tone down the swearing, though, can't we? we Which to. is what, yeah. It is tough, though, because I, I spoke to a couple of candidates for our role because we're recruiting for several people, so please hook us up if you've got what it takes. Yeah, salespeople, recruiters. Recruiters and salespeople. But then these people are like, so have you got any questions for me? No. No, you've answered all my questions. Mm, coincidence. No, I haven't. How? Now, what Joe I say to candidates... <laughs> Joe incidents. What I say to people on the phone is that you need to find out whether we're suitable for you. And the only way that you can do that is to ask questions. Because what we don't want is for someone to get to an offer and then again, they rush in and say, yay, I'll accept the offer. But they haven't actually asked the relevant questions. They don't know what it's like to actually do the job day to day. They don't know what the culture's like. They don't even know what the hours are and they want part time and it's full time. All these things. Ask questions. But why are we scared to ask questions? This is a big problem. I with don't it. know because this is what with the, one of the issues was with the recent recruit that we hired that didn't work out. I don't think she did enough research, asked enough questions because... A, she didn't want to be sat down at a computer all day. I mean, we do have a standing desk, but she didn't use that either. Um, and, um, oh, what was it? What's B? A, a standing ah! desk. B. Oh, she no, done more research no, 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 into no. us. Oh, and she said... Um, Christ, we're distracted. She's a very sorry audience. And she said to one of the team, oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's all going really well, but I don't think I could ever see Laura Emily as my boss. And I'm like, what? Why would you go and work for us then? Because we look so young. Because we're so youthful, and she was older than we are. Mm. And this is why. Mm. Chairman to Ross it to a close. Uh, we are still not over this. <laughs> I think we've done a really good job of tying this all together. I know, because even, yeah. Even <laughs> the day we've gone off on a tangent, you're thinking, where the hell are we going with this? Talking about no, dating and talking. And it's about what it's your vibe attracting your tribe. Um, you've got to, you've yeah. got to put out there what you want. Not everything is going to be right. You don't want to attract everything. Or you do, but don't take everything on board. Yeah. You want to cash your net wide, bring everyone to you, pick the best bits, whether it's a job. Um, a company, a client, or a romantic partner. I would like to do that. <laughs> Shall I get you a net? <laughs> I'm not finishing this sentence. Love you, Summary Lots. <laughs> Please follow us. Please. Are we finished? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are we not? I don't know. Well, we've been talking for just under 30 minutes, so I think we should. Oh, Jack from Clever ITs. Hey, Jack. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I think follow us and <laughs> everything, and everything will be fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're we're done, aren't we? Merry Christmas. It's December. <laughs>
Merry Christmas to you and to all a good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.